What's up, everybody? Welcome to our podcast, Couldn't Make This Up If I Tried. I'm La Chancla. And this is Yesi. We're two first-gen Latinas. Chismeando about mental health and wellness. Keeping it lighthearted while, while keeping, keeping it real. On this episode, we will dive into the world of dating. The good, the bad, and the uncomfortable. Tune in as we explore how culture, generational differences, and the current state of the world has played a role in the way that we date. Hey everybody, we're back. We're here with another episode. I'm La Chancla. And I'm La Yesi. And we're just gonna get right on to it. Um, yes. So how are you? Uh, we see, we, I feel like we Zoom a lot. I know, right? Don't, don't Zoom for like personal reasons. That, wait, wait, I guess we do. But so how yeah. are you doing? ¿Cómo, ¿Cómo te va en tu cuarentena? ¿En <laughs> <laughs> la cuarentena? Um, it's going okay. Uh, I think, um, what, we're day 20-something. No, I lost track because I think yeah. last week it was day 26 when we had to do the thing for our principal. Oh, but, right. <clears throat> yeah, it just feels like, um, like all the days are sort of blurred and like, you know, like, I forget what they were on. Um, so I think that's been kind of hard because sometimes I'm like, oh, it feels like a Saturday or it feels like a Friday. Like every day feels like a Friday. <laughs> just right? I know. So, but I've been trying to keep myself busy. I think uh, doing the best that I can, connecting with friends, trying to get work done. Um, I, I think like sometimes that's challenging though. I mean, I don't know, how, how's it going for you? Well, a month ago today, exactly, actually, I was in California. I mm-hmm. So I think it was my dad's birthday we were celebrating before all the crazy restrictions. But um, I, I've been doing okay. And truthfully, like I kind of keep telling people my schedule doesn't feel like it changed a whole lot because I'm still working kind of like that very traditional like nine to five-ish schedule um, during the day. And then I have class at night. Um, which is hard because I'm not an online person. Like I need to go to school to kind of hold myself accountable. So that's been hard, but you're right. It's blurring together. Um, I'm doing like this workout challenge, a 14 day shred challenge with my friends. And I'm a little bit behind, truthfully, but I've done like two, <laughs> two workouts at a time. Sometimes if I do fall behind like that, but it's been good to just kind of get outside and and do a little bit of working out, but so far it's been it's this this is an interesting time, definitely. Right, right, and I think even like trying to kind of figure out a good routine, um, you know, like I've I feel like I've tried to integrate a little bit of working out here and there, but I realize that sometimes I just kind of get lazy. <laughs> I'm just like, oh, like I'll go like after dinner, or I'll go like after breakfast or whatever, and then. I just get distracted and it's really, really hard for me to kind of like focus on like, all right, like I also got to do some physical like activity versus just like going straight to work and not really moving around. So I'm trying to integrate that a little bit more. It's understandable too. Yeah. I mean, in my office here, AKA my room, I turn around and my bed (laughs) is there. I don't, I don't really want to do much when I'm like, my bed is right there. (laughs) <laughs> right and then even yeah. trying to find a space right because I mean you're totally right I think I, I think for you you've talked that because like your family is also like some of your family members are working from home so it makes mm-hmm. it hard to kind of find a space that you could just make it your own and where you could just like be um yeah. and then you know like for you is your, your, your room right like just being right. able to be there 
and then for me while I'm visiting well not visiting is I I'll, like I uh, made my stay a little bit longer <laughs> but I'm staying at my parents right because I I figure it'll probably be the easiest. I'm not all by myself. Like the song, all by myself. (laughs) (laughs) Well, I also knowing you, I think that if you were away, like uh, in Portland, you'd you'd worry. And so it kind of cuts out the having to go back and forth as much. Right. Right, but it, yeah. But even then, it it does make it hard, right? Because, I mean, I, Mm -hmm. I come usually visit my parents and my sister and, it's not like I really have a room here where I stay. Uh, so it's kind of hard for me to sometimes like find a mm-hmm. space where I could just do my check-ins with the kids or like do my meetings. I mean, my family has been like really awesome about that, but even like just trying to find your own space and, and also what it looks like, like being back with your family. Uh, for me, you know, like I've been away for a little while now. So coming back, um, I feel like I'm back in high school in some ways. Cause I like, you know, my mom would tell me like, Ponte a hacer esto, ponte a hacer lo otro, and this and that, and then I'm just like, what? <laughs> uh, that sounds like my regular life, because I live with that. <laughs> right, but even yeah. trying to find that space, right, just for you mm-hmm. to just kind of like be in, uh, like before you had the choice, like you could just like yeah. pick up and leave and go hang out with your friends, and now it's like, you don't really get it- that a- much of a choice <laughs> it's craving that like outside connection oh my goodness People that yes. you don't live with right yes but, I mean what's for you what's the one thing that you want to do once the quarantine's over um you know I think we talked a little bit about that earlier but I I'm sorry I'm all my grooming things I really want to get my yes. hair done I want to get my I want to get my long uñas back, like my <laughs> eyebrows threaded so badly. Those those things I definitely miss because I am not good at any of that. Right. And I'm well, and that's sort of like your self care too. Mm-hmm. Right? It's like a it's a time out for you to just be and like disconnect from others and then just be. Right. Yeah, getting those things taken care of. I miss yeah. Louie, my nail man, like, all the time. <laughs> Louie, donde estas? <laughs> Pobrecito, he's probably like, I know, I miss you guys, too. <laughs> yeah, I can't even imagine. That's got to be hard for everyone, too. I mean, my eyebrows are starting to look like Frida eyebrows. <laughs> <laughs> well, and like you were saying, right, it's just like hearing and talking to people that are, that we don't live with and um, I was talking to one of my friends the other day, and she was telling me how <laughs> Tinder is offering oh my um, a travel feature or something like that. So it you can set like your radius. I've never personally used Tinder. I've seen it, and like some of my friends have let me like, what is it? Swiping whichever way that you're supposed uh-huh. to swipe on that. And left to the right. <laughs> the left to the right for them, but I've never like used it. But she said that you can set it to like a different location and and I'm like that isn't interesting because she's not the only person that told me that that's what they're you know up to that's so um, interesting and I thought a lot about at the beginning of the year how we were talking about the apps and I mm-hmm. know Jessica has some really <laughs> good, good app stories <laughs> oh my goodness those apps man I think <laughs> I'm just like well, trying to think of all the stories that I've passed but go ahead. I know. I was going to say, well, and then we have to like acknowledge that that's, the, that's, that's what's thriving right now because everybody, nobody wants to feel lonely mm-hmm. right now. And so if, if somebody's quarantined either like all alone or if they're <laughs> with their family and they're driving themselves crazy, it's like a little escape. 
Yeah, well, I mean, <clears throat> you're right. I think what I was telling my sister that it's so funny because me and her will like watch like uh, like at the end of the night, it's like our time where we just like unwind and we'll watch a show together. And then mm. it's funny because a lot of the, the times, a lot of the announcements are for dating apps. <laughs> and oh, I'm like, yeah. what are they trying to say? Because <laughs> like, yeah, like Tinder, eHarmony, Match, uh, Bumble. I mean, like all of those are just like aggressive. Yeah. And it's just sort of like, so you're not getting bored. So you can be talking to someone else. This is the right time to do it. Or not the right. Yeah, I like guess the right time to do it. Yeah. <laughs> just like, what is the obsession with like all these dating apps and just like dating, I guess, in general. But then, you know, yeah. you know, I do think about about that. And I mean, I don't know what your experience has been with those things. I was about to say, I'm like, which which ones do you think you've I, I am not a dating app person. I think like you and I, we've talked about it and I've established that. I've only tried one and it, it took me a whole two days. And then I was like, <laughs> done, I jumped right off. And um, I was going to ask them like, have you jumped back on? I, I thought about my experience and personally, even now, like I think um, the closest thing to like a dating app for me, wherever I, what is it like? ever talk to anybody like I, I probably would on dating app is Instagram and even then like I don't really feel like pulled to do that <laughs> and and mm-hmm. so I remember when we did hinge and you were we tried hinge because one of our coworkers mm-hmm. at our little happy hour she's like you have to do it and so I tried it but it's just not for me it is really yeah. not like I think I think I I tried to go into it with as open of a mind as I like as I could and I and and I was pretty much just sharing all my stuff with you and I just remember a lot of the guys on there I <laughs> start like they'd start talking to me and it just was not I, I couldn't like I, I'm a really conversational person too and it just it was not happening and there were like maybe two guys that I was that I like was actually having a conversation with and the one one of the guys immediately was like oh you sound like you have a lot of friends like I don't really think that friends are a thing like I don't have that many friends and I was like oh the reddest red flag flag. (laughs) (laughs) a big red flag flag. (laughs) and then the other one I was like dying because I was at your house remember yeah yeah that's right yeah (laughs) estamos haciendo the homework uh trying to research (laughs) we're trying to research and then um it escalated rather quickly like in the span of an hour this guy went from like hey what's that um did you read my my profile and I was like well duh like that's how you know like we ended up matching on this thing or whatever and or and I never even really knew how it worked do you match on hinge like what is it like um with hinge I think it's like it shows you the guys um and then like they can like literally send you a message um Mm. like anyone can send you a message and then you could choose to start the conversation or not so like anybody could just look at your pictures at your profile and they can make a comment on something that they might like about your profile and then once you start the conversation then they can start talking to you yeah that that was interesting I don't even really remember but I think like we exchanged numbers pretty quickly because he seemed super this, yeah. this is just how I'm going to say he seemed super normal in the beginning and then in the span of an hour since I was at Jessica mm-hmm. he, he sounded like he was like pretty nearby I was like you know what like I told myself this year that I wasn't going to be like 
a jerk and I was going to give dating a try. So like in, in that hour, if he went from, do you want to go get coffee? Which yes, I always want to go get coffee. (laughs) (laughs) Sign me up. (laughs) Yeah. Like let's do it to, to, oh, I don't know. I'm kind of hungover. I celebrated my birthday last night. Come over and drink wine. And then I was like, but he's hungover, right? No, but he's hungover. (laughs) I'm like, no. And then, and then insert eggplant emoji here he asked which is nice of him and considering <laughs> but no I do not want to see your eggplant sir I met you a whole two minutes ago two keep your minutes. vegetables away please yeah. <laughs> you know I'm like I ain't trying to I ain't trying to see the produce just yet like give me a second <laughs> I do like I I think um yeah I, I I think I would tell you guys a lot about my dating stories <laughs> I cannot yeah. tell you how many dick pics I got. Like, honestly, I think I, w- I would make fun of it because remember, like, I would tell you and um, one of the school counselors that I used to go and, like, visit a lot and then just talk to her about my dating. And I would tell her, like, if I had, like, a dollar for every dick pic that I got, <laughs> I'd be rich now. But, yeah, it, I mean, it's very unsolicited. Right. It's very <laughs> unsolicited. A gallery. <laughs> <laughs> like the, what was that movie that uh that the kid used to draw like dicks like dick pics uh what was it, what movie was it like super bad oh, draw them oh yeah maybe. it was super bad right like when they used to make fun so of him oh yeah 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 yeah. And i think it was that one but anyway but it was something along those lines where it was ridiculous but i mean i think like dating apps are definitely not for everyone i think um you have to be in the right mentality to just kind of do it um i think the first time i ever jumped into a, a dating app and i think i was telling you this as we were preparing for the show but it was like back in 2000 and maybe like eight or nine maybe uh-huh, i think that's when it was and i remember the first time i tried it i was like this is so weird because i feel you feel like super exposed, right? Because you think that maybe there's somebody going to be out there that knows me or that knows like somebody in my family and it's just going to be like really weird and really awkward. And I think at that time I was working in Beaverton um, and I lived in Woodburn and, you know, like, which is like, what, like 35, 45 minutes um, apart. So, um, which I was like, okay, that's pretty good. I'll just put my search area like in the Beaverton area um, versus like in Woodward because I did not want to date anyone from my hometown. <laughs> um, that was really quick. That's actually yeah. why I remember that was my thing with yeah. dating apps. I'm like, I just can't. I'm like in this right. area, like 30 miles north, south, right. east, and west. Like I right. know that I would know someone. And as soon as right. I like, got on the app, I like swiped past a few of the guys that right. I know. So I was just like, all right well and I think that's when it becomes like so weird because yeah you're right like I think at one point you will run into somebody that you do know like either from high school or from college Mm -hmm. or just like people that you know friends of friends but I remember like the first time that I matched with this guy and I've told you about this guy but uh, like every every guy that I go on a date with I give him a nickname so um Mm I, this guy, his nickname is a hot chocolate guy, <laughs> and, and it's not because he loves hot chocolate, but that's because, like, our first day was just at Starbucks, and then I was so anxious and so nervous that I didn't want coffee, because I was like, if I drink caffeine, I'm just gonna be, like, you know, off of, like, off the roof, because I'm just gonna be so anxious, and then I was like, I don't want anything with a lot of milk, like, what should I get, and then the first thing that came to mind was hot chocolate, <laughs> you know, which is, kind of an odd choice I guess <laughs> but for first date but you know he was he he went with it but I just remember like in the app he was such a like 
really great guy, like very outgoing, very talkative. I think, no, I don't think we had talked on the phone. I think it was just on the, on the app. And then mm. we had exchanged numbers that we were just like text back and forth. And then when we finally met, um, yeah, it was like so different. The conversation was just, I felt like I was carrying the conversation majority of the time. Mm. And <clears throat> I remember at one point, you know, cause you're trying to get to know your date. You're trying to figure out if you are compatible if you like him or whatever but I remember I was like asking about his family and I was like tell me a little bit about your family and at that point he's completely shut down he did not want to talk more and he's like I don't want to talk about my family and I was like okay like super weird and then the conversation just went south it just was not going and I was like uh this is really weird really awkward and then we started talking about like sports because he loves soccer and then he like immediately just was like more talkative engaged and like so happy and then I was like oh do your does your because I think he used to play soccer and I was like oh does your family ever go watch you play (laughs) and again completely shut down it was like I don't want to talk about my family and I was like you're like shit I forgot (laughs) I know (laughs) I know and I was like dang so then like finally we get to the end of the date and then I was like that I think that to me that's the most awkward part whenever you're on a date um ladies I don't know if you guys feel this but like okay, is he going to walk me to my car? And if he does walk me to my car, do I have to hug him, high five him? Like, (laughs) you know, it was just kind of a weird thing. But he did not walk me to my car. He was just like, this is funny. He's like, where are you parked? And I was like, oh, I parked on the other side. Because like we met at the mall because I figure it's the most public place at a Starbucks at the mall because I figure, you know, if anything happens, at least I'm surrounded by people um and I had parked like on the other side of the mall and he's like oh okay I parked on the other side okay it was nice meeting you and he just like completely walked away (laughs) so I was like okay whatever so at this point I'm walking to my car and I get to my car and I get a text message from him and he was like this is this was like so much fun like let's do it again and I was like are we on the same date because like (laughs) basically (laughs) Well, that was my first experience in dating. And I think after that, I was like, I, I think I was like you. I was very like, uh, like, this is definitely not for me. I don't want to do it. And at that time, I think it was like OkCupid where I had gone on. Yeah. And, and again, like OkCupid, is, it was one of those, like, anyone can message you. And I was getting messages from, like, really, really random guys, like, all age groups. Like, you know, because I think at the time I was, like, in my late, yeah, no, my mid my mid-20s so it was like Mm -hmm. getting like like hit like guys who were like 40 50 and I was like excuse me sir it sounds like in face (laughs) when random people can message you on in face (laughs) right and I don't know it was just kind of odd but all like I took a big break from from dating because I think I wanted to just kind of you know like see if I would meet like someone like that was not in a dating app but like you know we were talking a little Mm -hmm. bit about that like I mean how do you meet guys nowadays right I mean it's just you know like unfortunately we do rely a lot on like the dating apps um, because it's not like back in the day when when our like our parents like met each other right I mean there was a lot less distractions there was no technology um, or at least not like technology that we have now so it was a lot easier I think to meet someone um even like right now right I think that the reason we did start talking about dating apps and talking about like the present times is because like how are you gonna date or meet anyone if you're you know nobody can go anywhere 
you casually bump into each other at the grocery right. store, but you're social distancing. <laughs> you can't really talk to anybody <laughs> anyway. That's right. Uh, That's did right. you ever have one that like went well on a dating app? Yeah, actually, I dated someone for like about three months um, in a dating app. Uh, we're gonna call him the museum guy. <laughs> museum he, man. The, he used to work at a museum, so if he ever hears this, at least. You guys don't know what museum works. Because <laughs> I know he's um, real, Nikki. You, yeah, yeah, <laughs> you do, you do. And this guy, he he was interesting. Um, he was a great guy. Um, and I remember, uh, you know, when we first started talking, uh, we talked about how, uh, like, and neither of us at that point had dated outside of a race. And, um, mm -hmm. you know, like I had only like dated Latino guys and he had only dated like African-American girls. And, um, you know, we talked about the importance of that, like things that um, are like our values, like things mm -hmm. that we uh, thought were important in a relationship, like just like things in general that I had never really talked to anyone about. So I think that was a good start. <laughs> and then I remember like our first date, um, <clears throat> we ended up meeting for mini golf. And like I said, one of the things I told him, and one of the things I always tell guys when I go on a date with him, like I do, like I do not want to go on a date that's like very typical where I'm just sitting across from you and talking mm -hmm. because I get like really anxious. Uh, where the point of like some of my dates I've thrown up before going on my date <laughs> <laughs> because I get so anxious. And I hate yep. it, you know, and um, <laughs> you know, it's because like I yeah. don't about those, yeah. but. I told him, like, I just want to do, like, a day, like, you know, think outside of the box, like, let's just, like, let's do something, and it was funny, because he was just, like, okay, like, I got it, like, well, we're gonna go for it, and he's, like, let's meet up, let's meet downtown for mini golf, and I was, like, downtown, like, there's a mini golf place, so there is, like, a mini golf place, like, under, like, one of the malls, um, yeah. at Pioneer Square, and uh, we met there and oh because he had talked to me about like his famous cookies that like everybody loved and this and that and he's like I'm gonna he's like instead of bringing you roses I'm gonna bring you a bouquet of cookies <laughs> mm, <laughs> and I, I was like okay <laughs> um, and yeah he brought me like a little like Tupperware full of his cookies that he had baked um he never gave me the recipe because they were so damn good I would have loved to make them and then, like, yeah, we just played mini golf. And after that, he was like, you want to go grab something to eat? We went to grab something to eat. And then, um, you know, I was going to meet up with friends after mm. our first date. And then he was like, but I, I don't want the date to end. Would you like to go to Powell's Books with me? And I was like, okay, sure. Because that's having a good time. Um, mm. And so then, yeah, I ended up going uh, on a date with him to, like, follow-up date with him. So it was, like, three dates in one. Um, yeah. to Powell's and then I just remember like he he was he was a fun guy he was just like when we walked in he was like okay so if this was our house and this was a library what kind of books would you have in uh you know in in the library and so we just would down, go down the aisles and look at books and so that was kind of cool um <clears throat> and then at the end of the night <laughs> this is when it was funny at the end of the night like you know he's walking me out because I was gonna go home and then he's like, because I had to call a, a lift, and and he was like, "Can I give you a kiss?" <laughs> and my lift has my my lift has just gotten there, right? And then I was like, "No," and I just like ran away and <laughs> hopped into my lift because I was so nervous, you know, because I was like, "No," 
<laughs> you guys, I'm only laughing because I can picture all of this happening with Jessica. <laughs> no, it was hilarious. Now, now when I think about it, I was like, oh my god, yeah. I, I probably look like an ass because he like literally asked me, like very sweet too, like very, yeah. Oh, can I give you a kiss? And I was like, no, and I just like ran. <laughs> I literally Aww. jetted, like literally ran to my my lift, and even the the girl at the lift was like. He's like, is everything okay? And I was like, yeah, like this guy just asked me if I wanted to, like, if if I could just give me a kiss. And I said no. And I just like literally ran here. And she was laughing. And she was like, oh my God, that's so funny. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. But I mean, that lasted for three months. It, it wasn't like bad. It. Yeah. It wasn't it all bad. Wasn't bad. Yeah. yeah. But, you know, like, I think that there are some successes with that. And mm-hmm. I think one of the things that we have talked about, like, I think before you and I, I think even when you were, like, on your dating apps, like, if, mm-hmm. like, dating outside of race was something that we would do, right? Um, yeah. And, like, for you, like, I mean, has that been something that kind of, like, comes up for you when you think about um, it? <clears throat> yeah. <laughs> because, like, yeah. I kind of... Well, we talked about a lot of them, but when you're looking through them, a lot of the guys look a lot alike. And mm-hmm. to me, like, I, I I, would show Jessica, and I'm like, I just, I don't know that I would have anything in common with this person. And I think one of the guys, the reason that I started talking to him, were, they were both, like, outside of my race. The guys that, the two, <laughs> the two dudes that I was talking to on this one app. And, um, and I don't know that that was intentional, but I, I did think about that because I don't think that I feel like I haven't really dated outside of my race, like maybe once or twice, but it just never like ends up working out for whatever. <laughs> never ends up working out just in general. <laughs> <laughs> but like um, even um, I think, yeah, I think I've mostly dated like Latino men. There have been guys that are like Latino, but they're like, you know, they're either super not connected with that side or they're like second third fourth whatever generation so they they like get it but they're not you know uno que we're first gen and mm-hmm. they're still super connected to you know your your I don't know if it's like your culture and I just feel like for me because it's such a big thing in my life um if it was somebody that was that was out of my race like I would just hope that they'd like embrace it because I'm I I like everything I'm into a little bit of everything but like I am the first I want to go to like a banda concert I want to be at home with my family at the Carraza (laughs) we listen to Los Tigres del Norte like I don't know like they'd be able to identify (laughs) or even just like little struggles here or there that kind of come up in in your life when you're like first gen when you're facing certain things or like I know in in like a couple especially like my last relationship it was really hard to um, explain why I couldn't immediately tell my mom like hey like you know or like my mom and dad like I have my dad not so much my dad's always kind of like easygoing but my mom which is surprising everybody always like doesn't believe me when I say that but it is like my dad's been very like whatever works for you you're smart whatever but my mom is like a little bit harder and mm-hmm. I feel like it takes me a long time to like open up to her about even dating because they've never really met anyone and I think that a big part of it is because of that like it's cultural I don't know if that's how everyone feels but that's how it's been with me anyway so and it almost feels like I mean when I didn't live here with them it didn't matter like who cares but um when like 
dating and then living with them, it is a lot different. Like I can't immediately just be like, oh, come over or do this or do that. Like it's weird. And so I don't know that anybody outside of my race would understand that. Um, it's so complicated. It's really complex. I'm not saying I'm like close to it. It just hasn't ever worked. Yeah. And I think, I think you touch on a very important point. Cause I think, um, you know, when I started dating, um, mm-hmm. I think that was one of the things that was important to me. And even when I put it, I would put it on my profile of like, you know, like, um, must be open-minded, willing to, uh, be accepting of like, you know, my, because I, it's like, I'm, I come with a package. I come with my family, right? I mean, I don't have kids yeah. or anything like that, but you know, my family, that's something that's really important to me, my, my time with them. And, you know, like when I would go on dates, I would talk to them about my family and what my family dynamic was like, right. you know, cause growing up Latino, I mean, you are mostly surrounded by your family members, right? Like whether it's mm-hmm. like weekend carnazada or you go to birthday parties or you do this, you do that. So we're very connected. And I think um, for me, that was always important to kind of voice in my dates where I would be like, yeah, it's something that's important to me. And sometimes like I may not be able to kind of come through, but I also have to learn to have a balance between my family and the person that I'm dating. Mm-hmm. Um, so that was something that we would often talk about. Because um, I mean, like the one person that I did date for like a, like a long period of time, I mean, um, he was like half white, half Mexican. So he had that balance mm-hmm. and kind of understanding, which I think that's kind of why it worked out in some ways, like for yeah. like maybe a little bit longer. Um, but then there was times when he was not very understanding of like, hey, I have other things that I have to do or like I have to like help my family out here. And I think that sometimes was like a little bit of a struggle. But I think if if someone is going to be open and loving and accepting of you, of every part of you, um, right. then it is going to work out, right? And, and vice versa, also like us being open to that of the other person as well. But you think you would, do you think you would be open to it in the future, maybe? I would. I would because I think <clears throat> that, like, I, I'm, I feel pretty open-minded. Like, if somebody told me, like, hey, well, this is, like, the dynamic in my family. Like, I, I do, I do kind of, like, you know, have a loud opinion for certain things. But I think because I would expect somebody to respect, like, how, kind of how you're saying, also culturally, like, it's, it's not, I'm not saying like in every aspect, but in in a way you are dating, you know, us and our families because we're so close. Like, I mean, not right now, but like I have, you know, my cousins here or like in California, like if I'm ever like really dating somebody, it's rare that I would invite anyone to a family gathering because I know it can be overwhelming. There are so many of us, you know, and, and I would want, I, the only way I could, like, really bring anybody around, whether it be, you know, somebody from my race or somebody not from my race, is if they, I knew that they were going to be okay, and I wasn't going to have to be, like, uh, apologizing for, like, my family, like, if, of course, if they did something rude, like, for sure, but, like, I wouldn't want them to feel kind of like overtaken you know you know like our families are very expressive uh they're very a lot of the times they're very like like a roast right you show up with somebody somebody new like you're gonna you're gonna get it a little bit like I would I would probably need like the person to be able to like hold their own without being disrespectful I wish I would expect from my family too but I I think that I would definitely be open to it if they were able to kind of deal with that um because I do like I think one in in a few of my like situations or whatever it, it, it had been a problem that my family was so big it was overwhelming to 
um, my significant other sometimes and just be like, oh, it's just a lot. And I'd be like, well, I mean, you know, that that's, that's what I come with. Like, I accept you and who you come with. And that's just, you know, it's not going to be like that forever. It's just going to be, you know, this is what I'm doing. <laughs> yeah. And I mean, like talking about that, I mean, ha have you ever encountered um, maybe a place where your family or even your friends are like, hey, I know someone for you. <laughs> Let me introduce you to them. <laughs> like so many times, all the time, every time, even at work, <laughs> even at work, sometimes the señoras at work, you know, they're like, are you single? And depending if I know them well enough, I'm like, it depends. <laughs> no, I, no, I, 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 yes, all the time. Yeah. And, and I think that, um, and, and we've talked about this before, that mm -hmm. the people in your life love you so much. And mm -hmm. if you're not dating somebody, like they, they want, or people assume that you're out here just like looking kind of like we were talking right. about like before right how okay. how with the dating apps and how everybody's kind of doing that I've had a totally different experience in this like quarantine situation or like the current present times where I actually feel like I'm going inward and a lot of the times in the regular you know world or in regular times um I'm kind of having the same experience I'm either like healing from something that I've been through or like I really am seeing somebody or even I'm just single and I don't want to you know be like out there looking um I have you know accepted sometimes when they're like oh I have somebody for you da, da, da. like I'll, I'll be like all right like I'll try it I won't be like right. a pessimist about it because I usually am I'm usually like don't just right. don't do it I won't do it to you don't do it to me just because I know how uncomfortable it can be and I don't think it's worked out a single time <laughs> yeah and I think and I think you're right I think because like I think people always have the best interest in us mm -hmm. like because you know they want to see you happy they're happy they want to see you feel the same way that they're feeling um, but I think it's definitely a lot of the times it's definitely a big miss <laughs> when they're trying to set you up with people um, mm -hmm. or like even pushing you to do dating apps because I think Um, mm -hmm. after like my last breakup that I had I think my friends were all like okay we're gonna get back in that horse we're just gonna get you back onto dating apps and I had one specific friend that was like let me set you up here or um, you know your app and I was like no I'm good because I you know when you're going through your breakup you need like time to just like be on your own and like really find yourself because mm -hmm. you when you're in a relationship you sort of devote a lot of that time and space to that person And, you know, you grow with that person and, and you, be, you develop a new identity because now it's an identity between you and that person. So it's like your own thing, right? And when you lose that, you're again trying to find yourself, trying to find your way. Um, and I feel like I was at the point where I was just like, no, I just need time. But I felt like a lot of my friends were pushing me to go back into dating when I was not ready. And I remember, and actually that was when I went back into that dating is when I met the museum guy, oh. <laughs> which it was fine, you know, yeah. but I think big part of me, I was like, you know, I was still kind of longing for that relationship that I had with the other person that I had been dating that I don't, I don't really feel like I was like in it like a hundred percent. So I was not only not doing a service to me, but I also was not being fair to him. Um, so I think that's when I was just like, okay, I need to back off a little bit and like just really take time to just be on my own mm -hmm. and kind of figure out what I want. Yeah, of course, like there's times when I would be like, oh, I'm so bored. I'm going to jump back into like an, an app. Uh, and see how it goes. And yeah, like I met like really cool dudes and people, 
excuse me, that I was talking to, but I don't think like it was anything meaningful because I was not ready to be dating. And I think that's one of the things that I appreciate about my friends because I know they love me and they care for me so much. But I also, you know, like, I wish I would have just been like, no, like, I'm not ready. Like, I really just hear me out. I'm not ready. (laughs) Yeah. I I think also what happens is like, if they know the person and then they know you, like, just because two people are great doesn't always mean like they're going to go great together, right? And sometimes I feel like that's the myth because I... I feel like I'm really intuitive so if I if I like somebody I know because I feel Mm -hmm. it like whether it's we're having a conversation I'm like damn I'm gonna have a crush on this guy tomorrow like I'll know Mm -hmm. (laughs) you know or like or or I get set up and I go out with the person and I know that and maybe this is why too and I know that it's like in that setting that we're like we're there because people want us to pursue this dating thing and I just won't feel it like I I can Mm -hmm. think of like at least a couple guys but like one in particular that uh, my group of friends for like years mm-hmm. were like he likes you da, 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 da. nicest guy ever like don't get me wrong I had given him a chance I think I went on like one or two dates with him before and I just couldn't and I could tell like a super great guy I just felt nothing like ever you know so that'll happen that that'll happen a lot where it'll just be like a total miss where like they set you up with someone because he's a great guy they they love you they think you're a great person but like you start talking to the person and it's like and we're done <laughs> mm-hmm. you know so yeah. I feel like yeah, just, yeah it, it just yeah. It hasn't worked out and I feel like I feel like it would take um like you're saying sometimes I feel like our the people in our lives do it impulsively like not really mm-hmm. thinking like man are these people really gonna fit together or mm-hmm. do I like him and I like her so I want to like right. them together <laughs> right yeah and then I, I've also been on the end where I've been the matchmaker <laughs> you guys you guys do not let me match you with anyone because I suck as a matchmaker <laughs> noted uh yeah it was like the one time that I have done it um that I the one that stands out the most I feel really bad because I was also it was going to be like a sort of like, hey, come and meet uh, like a group of friends, but with the intention of I want to introduce you to someone kind of thing. Yeah. Poor dude. Like I felt really horrible because he was really excited because I was like talking up this girl like she's awesome. And she is. She is. But I was just kind of like, it's going to go great. Blah, blah, blah. Mm-hmm. This and that. Uh, yeah. <laughs> the meeting. No, when the meeting happened, I didn't realize there was also like the height difference. <laughs> oh, yeah, no. yeah, definitely not a, a good matchmaker. So I think you know, like I mean, I know that height sometimes plays a big role for a lot of people, and that was something that was important to her, and clearly yeah. not to him. Nicest dude and everything, and I felt like horrible because then I was like, oh man, I, I really let him down, right? Like I'm talking this girl up, I'm saying she's gonna be awesome. And I mean, she's awesome, but again, like yeah. it wasn't a good match. Um, and I feel horrible. So if you're trying to set up your friends because you think it's a good idea, maybe hold on to that thought. <laughs> don't try yeah. to set them up. <laughs> yeah, I, I will, I've never done it, I don't think. I'm trying to think if there's anybody that I've ever like set up that way. You know, when it's happened, I, or no, it hasn't happened, but I have a lot of gay, gay guy friends. Mm-hmm. And sometimes in those groups, they'll want me to set it up. But in my, in my circle specifically, like a lot of them know each other. Some of them have dated each other. And I just, I'm always like, I want no part in that. 
Like, right. <laughs> if you want to initiate it, you initiate it. Like, I cannot, right. I want no, I, I know you, I know him, like, I know both of you, but you guys want to get to know each other, set it up on your own. Like, I, right. I will not do it. Right. And I, I, I'm thinking the only person I, like, almost did it with, and I'm surprised, but it was my brother. Remember? with our Oh, yeah, yeah, with our co And then, just like I, I was thinking, even excited for that match, I too. I really think that they... We'll talk to them later, but I, I really, I remember once I finally got my brother on board, because with the way I did it would have been cool, but this is how I know that maybe in the future is that I invited him somewhere, and surprisingly, he said yes. I invited her, and she said yes. They didn't say anything to either of them, and then that same day, they both canceled, and <laughs> they didn't meet. I guess it wasn't so, meant to be. No, so fast forward to like, not that long ago, I want to say maybe a few months ago, I'm like, hey, my coworker to my brother, right? And I'm like, she's great. Da, da, da. I had already shown her pictures and she was like, yes. I, and then all of a sudden I come back to work and she has a boyfriend that yeah, she met on an app. And I'm like, <laughs> I'm, ha- I'm happy for her, but I really, I really was hoping to make sparks fly. <laughs> so, ladies, yeah. still taking rest in this for uh, <laughs> brother. He does not know anything. <laughs> <laughs> no, he's gonna be so sad when he I know. Here we are, like here. talking about not matching other people, and here I am. <laughs> I'm gonna <pump> out my brother. <laughs> sorry. sorry. Yeah. If you're no, listening it's... to this, I'm so sorry. I know you don't even know me in person, but you know, you're like my brother that I have never met. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. There you. There we go. Exactly. It's just like I claim your sister. <laughs> there you go. Here you go. Um, you need a sister. I need a brother. Here we are. <laughs> we'll, trade, we'll trade them. So yeah, those That's those so setups funny. just haven't ever ever gone well at all. So I I think that it's safe to say I won't be setting anyone up. I hope to not be set up. <laughs> also, because you know what else has happened to me too in setups where the person who's like quote unquote setting me up, the reason they're bringing it up is because they like the person. Ah. has that ever happened to you that's happened to me more than one time um so once um i don't know hopefully my friend does not listen to the podcast i don't she i don't think she has i'm not gonna say her name but she knows who she is um but she did like it's funny because now she's dating this guy right uh but i remember when she was like on a dating app like this guy came up to her screen and then she was like oh my god like this guy is so cute what do you think about him I'm like yeah he's cute whatever he's good looking but I did not think anything of it I was just Mm -hmm. like whatever um and then like maybe like a month later she was like I really want you guys to meet you guys would be such a great match and I think at that point I was like girl like I, I hear what you're saying, and I definitely right. am not interested. I think you and him obviously match for a reason, so he's interested in you. Um, and anyway, they went out on a date, and now they're like they hit it off. Now they live together. I mean, she's like very much in love. But I'm always telling her, like, see, that would have been such a missed opportunity if I would have gone on a date with him, and I would have been like not interested, and then you would have missed out on such a great person. So, yeah. Um, so yeah, and then I think it was because of that, because she really liked them, um, yeah. and I don't know, I don't know what was going on in her mind, she's like, Jessica would be better off with him, and I was like, no. I think, I think it's just like we were talking about fears in the first episode, <laughs> you're afraid of it, and, and people mm-hmm. project their fears onto you a That's lot true. of the time, and yeah. so I think that if they're afraid of it, they're like, well, let me just see if it'll work. I, I don't know. I really don't know what goes through people's right. minds when they do that, but it's just weird because then it's kind of awkward. Like, 
if they end up together usually i think in in the cases that it's happened when they do end up together and it, it's mm-hmm. it's only awkward when i remember but mm-hmm. you know yeah it's something that happens <laughs> yeah and it's funny because then like maybe like after they started dating and they were like more serious they try to set me up themselves with a friend of theirs and i actually went on a date with him which i told you about the date that I had no idea yeah everything was very cool everything was very cool very cool very cool (laughs) but the day was not very cool not very cool (laughs) but anyway uh, (laughs) I know see now I'm going down this memory lane of like all the guys to all the guys I've dated literally (laughs) pretty much that's a as our conversation has been progressing, that's kind of what I'm doing. And they can't stop smiling because so, so many of those are, like, funny stories. I mean, not all of them, but, yeah, you know, the weird little things. And it just kind of makes me think about, like, you know how we're talking about, like, Jessica has a total type. Well, physically. Like, physically, yeah. Type. yeah. She's a yeah. total type. And so I know when she thinks about, like, her dates, like, if she was to line them up, they would look pretty similar. <laughs> Not the first ones, actually. No, like the ones no, towards the right. end. Right. Yeah, another because I think the first ones it was just kind of like whatever. <laughs> um, <laughs> not whatever. I mean, like I obviously was attracted to them for a reason, but like I think mm-hmm. for like the last couple of guys that I've dated, they all yeah. If you line them up, they mostly look all alike <laughs> in different colors. <laughs> in different colors, different colors, different, different flavors. flavors. <laughs> <laughs> and I told her I was like, I ain't got no type. <laughs> I have a friend who thinks I have what a type, but I really but don't. Like, I ain't got no time for that. I don't like if if I like you, I like you, and if it works, it works. Because I I really am like going through my you know like dating history. I don't think any some of them may look similar, like two or three of them, but like the rest of them different. All of them, every single one. Right. And all of it, like I have another friend who we always talk about. You know, like this is what I want in a man. Da da da. da. Like and she has a very specific list right like this genre of music because I like this I like that and I looked at her one day and I was like girl I used to think that way too and none of the guys I've ever been have been like exactly you know that it, it's been very um, different and I think that that's what I why I, I what attracts me is that we have similar interests but it has to be you know interesting enough you know like you gotta fit like my love languages but I also right. have blinders because Clearly, like uh, they haven't all had the the those love languages are spoken in there. Right. <laughs> yeah, and I think actually that's a, a really good point that you bring up. Um, so, like for those of, of you that may or may not know much about the love languages, there is a book out there. <laughs> you could just like download it. Like if you go to the public library, or you could just get in like in, like in any of those. Um, places that you could just download um, audible book or audiobooks that audible. Um, so the love languages are words of affirmation. So words that we use towards our partners to help them build them up, right? It, it could be like, hey, I really appreciated that you took the garbage out last night or hey, that was really nice that um, you did this for me without me even asking. So kind of those things that kind of help or build our partner up. Um, gifts. So like sometimes like a person is like, oh, like uh, you know, like, I saw this at the airport, and I thought about you, so I wanted to bring you that, right, mm-hmm. um, something that really shows that person that you're thinking about them, 
um, acts of service, doing something for the other person um, that is nice, right? So for example, like if somebody is like, oh, you know, I know that you're going to have a long day today. So I brought you like coffee and some donuts or, hey, I know that this is your favorite flower. Um, I saw it and I brought it because, you know, I thought it might brighten up your day. So kind of like those little things that kind of help your partner feel good about themselves uh, or just good in general. Um, quality time. So just kind of giving your undivided attention to that person, like really making that time to just spend with them and, you know, like whether it's like, hey, this weekend we're just going to like watch like all Star Wars movies or <laughs> we're going to like, you know, go on a walk and then after that we're going to cook together. So whatever kind of helps you kind of uh, spend some quality time with that person. And the last one, like physical touch, right? Because I think for a lot of people it's important to just know that you really love them and care for them, whether that's a hug, that's a kiss, like intimacy, like whatever that may look like for you in your life. So there's like kind of like the things that we're talking about, the love languages. And talking about that, I mean, do you know what your love languages are? Uh, I do. I actually know mine pretty well. But you, you read the book, right? Yeah, I did. Yeah. See, I'm like, I haven't. I just, I skipped to the part where I go on Google. <laughs> You know, I like I it. Yeah. I like it because um, in the book, just so you have an understanding of it, it kind of gives you like a lot of examples or different stories of people, uh, you know, that even people that have been close to like any of their marriage. Mm -hmm. And then kind of like even part of it is that like, oh, like I have this love language and this is what's important to me, but my partner does not understand that. Or maybe they're, mm -hmm. they're not aware that this is my love language. And it's like written by a, uh, uh, therapist so he okay. kind of like goes into detail into like well have you asked your partner what their love language is do you know what their love language is mm -hmm. and a lot of the times people are like no and then you know for some people it might be like oh like I think my partner loves physical touch while the other partner may be like uh I actually hate it <laughs> uh, so funny. I mean so it is it is kind of interesting to just kind of like read the book um I and just so you are kind of like, oh, yeah, like, I never really thought about this. So um, if you get a chance to do it, I would definitely recommend oh, for it. For sure. Now I'm yeah. going to, you know, because I'm over here <laughs> telling you. I, and I, I think I do know mine really well. Yeah. Um, based on just doing, like, my own research. But um, I, th I know that mine are, like, words of affirmation is probably the first. Um, acts of service. And it doesn't. And I think when you and I talked about that before, it, was mm -hmm. like, it doesn't even have to be acts of service, like, towards me. I love watching people care for others too, you know? So like, you absolutely have to care about me if we're dating. <laughs> but, but like, I, I love when people do things for other people, you know, like mm -hmm. just out of the kindness of your heart. And I, and I know, and I'm a sucker because I think about it, like in my most recent relationship, I mean, in like my very, in one of like my more recent ones, that's how, that's how you got me. <laughs> <laughs> You made a rather large donation, I remember, to uh, yeah. something, something at our job. And I was like, oh, my God. And I just remember, like, I know that that's what I enjoy right. from a person is just seeing them, like, give. Just give. Because I don't think I'm a super, like, giving person and I'll give, like, a material way. But, you know, I find little things here and there. And that's just the way I show, like, right. my love and appreciation, too, um, is, like, it is acts of service. And what's funny is that I think that a lot of people, I, I was surprised, right, um, that my my third one, or like layered into those top two, would be like physical touch or quality time. Because I, I know that, um, which is weird because I feel like physical touch and quality time are an important one for a lot of people. 
right? Mm-hmm. And so that's why I know, like, for me, it's like, I've, I've been in long distance relationships before. I think I kind of, kind of more than once, you know? So to me, it's like, I don't, I can go forever mm-hmm. <laughs> without physical touch, as long as I know I have the person who's that have right. words of affirmation, acts of service. And then for me, it's the other stuff, but mm-hmm. I know. Yeah. I know that those are mine. Yeah. What are like, you? For me, um, I think like big ones for me is like words, words of affirmation. Because mm-hmm. um, I think, um, I think it's important for me to say them to my partner and let them know like, hey, I really appreciate mm-hmm. when you do this or like, that was really thoughtful or whatever. Um, or when they even say those back to me, because it makes me feel good. Because I'm just like, if somebody tells me like, hey, that was really caring of you and I really appreciate it. It made me, it made my day go better mm-hmm. or whatever. Then I'm like inside, I'm like, oh my God, like I'm in love, <laughs> you know, but it just makes me feel good. <laughs> yeah. It just makes me feel good, right? Um, for me, like, I know like um, in my last relationships that I've had, it's super important for me to just kind of like give to people. And sometimes it's material stuff and sometimes like not, but just like, like doing like little things. Like for example, if somebody's having a really bad day, and I know, for example, like, oh, like this person likes this like bakery from down the street and this is their favorite pastry. Like me just showing up and be like, hey, I know you had a rough day. I got you this, like without them asking for it. And then like just the reaction of like, oh my God, like, you know, that to me is like very like satisfactory. Um, and then like when people have done it for me, like I remember like there was one time when I was dating uh, this person that um, he sent me like a flower mm. like a vase of flowers that were my favorite flowers that I had only told him about once mm-hmm. and like he like went out of his way to just like make sure I got them and like you know like very sneakily like took him to my job or had them delivered and then my job was like hey like you have a client that's up here like trying to look for you and I was like worried because I thought I was gonna get in trouble and then yeah. I'm like oh that's nice somebody brought flowers for somebody like that's so sweet and they're like those actually are yours and I was like what <laughs> So like, you know, like little things like that um, yeah. and like acts of service, like I think you're right. Like when you see somebody doing something nice for other people or even for you or your family, I think that's huge. That speaks like volumes about their character, their values, just, you know, like just being a caring person. Um, yeah. So I think for me, that's it. I'm definitely not into like physical touch. And I think I told you that <laughs> even why though we, like I. <laughs> why are we cats? We are cats. You know, but it's just funny because like for me when like for example like with other people like not not even my family just like other people I'm a hugger I'm like oh you know like whatever Mm because I you know but like when it comes to like sometimes like my my relationships and like Mm -hmm. you know if like they want to like like do PDA or like I'm just like Mm -hmm. (laughs) no thanks let's do it in private Mm -hmm. I don't know what it is but yeah like I think the words of information, gifts, and access service are definitely like mine. Yeah, yeah. Are we similar? I'm just kidding. <laughs> yeah, I, I, I feel you there. I, I think about that all the time too, because I'm a hugger too. I love to hug, mm-hmm. but I think w- with a significant other, it's definitely harder. Like I, I'm not super PDA, and I, and I enjoy physical touch. It's just not like, like number one. So. And I, you know, like, I've always wondered in, you know, I wonder if culture and somehow plays a little bit of a role in this. Um, because I, I think for me, now that I like think about all of this, it's just like, 
I don't, I mean, I remember, like, seeing my parents growing up, and, like, mm-hmm. you know, like, I, like, convivir, like, with each other, and, like, just hang out, and whatever, but it's not like I remember vividly, like, they were making out, or, like, holding, yeah. I, mean, I see them holding hands, and hug, but it's not, like, a lot, it's not a lot of PDA, yeah. it's just, like, you know, however they communicate, but yeah. maybe, like, for me, just growing up, not really seeing that, Maybe, mm-hmm. I wonder if maybe that plays a role in me as to kind of like, oh, I don't think that's like, okay, or I don't know. Mm-hmm. I've always wondered that because I'm always like, why why am I affectionate towards other people? But when it comes to my relationships or like romantic stuff, it's just kind of hard for me to get to that point. Like even like getting comfortable doing it. Yeah, um, that's crazy. And you made me think of a lot. You brought up a lot of things for me, Jessica. <laughs> well, I, I did, actually. I remember seeing my parents. They were never, like, making out. But, like, I mm-hmm. would see them, like, share a kiss, hold hands, hug, that kind of a thing. And when you bring up, like, again, like, I think it is, like, dating is super cultural, too. Because thinking about, like, my younger years, I was never, even now, like, I've gone on so many dates now at, at this point. But, um in the past, like, when I was younger in high school, like, I, I didn't date, I really didn't, now that I think about it, like, I, I didn't ever date, if I, if I even thought about, like, oh, somebody has a crush on you, and I'd be like, like, kind of, like, laugh it off, I think I was, like, terrified of, like, telling my parents, you know, I have a boyfriend, I have a, you know, so I never did, I, I remember guys would ask me out, and I'd say no, (laughs) <laughs> that's horrible right but I was always just terrified of like you're like you know, no gracias <laughs> yeah like I was just like no what's my mom gonna say like yo voy a estudiar and then like I didn't want to go to school <laughs> yeah but but it was like thinking about that it took me forever forever to actually like or like pursue it like I, I I never shot my shot you know like I never told anybody like oh I I, I like you this or that because I just didn't ever feel like I knew how, and and then back then too, like I wasn't ever like super focused on that, which is weird. Like I would have crushes, but it was kind of it was super schoolgirl. Like I would never say anything to anybody until like much later. Right, and I like I think part of it, like thinking about it, I think for me, at least in my family, it was very cultural too, mm-hmm. um, because I think like um, like growing up, like the message from my dad was always like, you know, like go to school, get your career, get all those things that you need. Right. So if you ever find yourself in a relationship that's abusive or it's not a good relationship, like you have a doubt that you don't have to stick in that relationship. And I think it's funny because we were actually talking about it in the dinner table today because um, mm-hmm. we were talking about dating. I don't know how I even came up because I didn't even know I was going to record today. But um, <laughs> they were talking about dating in general. They were just saying like, oh, it's funny how... Um, you know, when you guys were younger, we would always be like, don't date, don't date, like focus on school. And now you guys are older and like, when are you going to date? Go out. Like, you know, I think part of it is the the push of like, you know, like you have to get married and you have to do this and you have to do that. Sort of like following those patterns that our culture has like, you know, has. Or not just our culture, but just like the sequence. Yeah. Like in general of the everyone, right? Like, there was, you know, you're going to meet someone, there was like a sad, you're going to have kids. I mean, it's always one thing after the next. It's like, and I think that for me, that becomes overwhelming sometimes because I, I have these conversations with my parents and, 
my parents are always like worried about like, well, what about if you don't find someone that's going to help take care of you when you're older, you know, because that's what kids are for. And I'm like, what are you saying? Like, <laughs> you know, like we joke around with them. Of course, we're going to take care of them. But we're always like, vamos a mandar, like, you know, con los viejitos. And they're like, what? Very parents, you know. well, I, in, in right. our communities anyway, I feel like in my parents right. Right, but it, it's just, like, so interesting because I think in their mentality, it's, like, in order for you to be okay, you must get married, you must have kids because that's what's going to help you, uh, you know, like, once you get older and you may need help, yeah. um, which is that's such an interesting thing, I think. Yeah. Huh. That yeah. is interesting. I, ne- I, ne- I don't think I ever had that. Like, before, it was, like, you're saying, I go to school, have a career, like, do this like it wasn't super like dating focused and then even afterwards just because I wouldn't like my parents met like one guy on accident that was horrible um and then nobody else really after that and so sorry to anybody I date after this you're gonna have a lot of work to do but um like I I never really talked to them about that and for a while like I think more my mom than my dad because she is super traditional, um, and actually, you're, it's funny that you say that, because we actually were talking about that this weekend, too, like, just, like, reflecting on life, and, like, all of that, but, um, like, they never, they definitely wanted it to be, like, you know, I go, I get married, I, I have a family, but I've also always been very vocal about not knowing if I want to be a mom or not, you know, so for my dad, I know, I remember being 21, and it was so weird, because I don't even know why we were talking about it this way, but my mom was touching, they were talking, I never, they never really had, like, a birds and the bees talk with me, nobody did, so I, you know, like, it was, <laughs> I learned, yes. my own, you know, on the yes. internet, never, mm-hmm. like, you know, like, how, how everything, um, I'm not talking about porn, because I know somebody's going to listen to this, and they're going to be like, oh, that's how she learned, no. No, I mean, <laughs> I'm just saying, like, they, nobody ever talked to me about, like, even, like, safe sex, nothing, mm-hmm. right? Just, like, whatever I learned in school and whatever I heard on, you know, TV or the radio or whatever. And then YouTube. And then YouTube. But my dad, I remember once we were coming back from our favorite marisco spot in, um, at the time, because this was a long time ago, in Hubbard. And have you ever been there, Mariscos Morales? I don't uh-huh. know, right? Yeah, like we yeah. used to love going there. And we were driving back, and my dad goes, ¿Sabes qué, Sandra? And then it's just like, he's like, you know what? I don't even care. He's like, if you want to live with someone before you marry them, I actually think that's way better because you never know. Like nowadays, nothing lasts. And I, I would much rather you like know what you're doing and know what mm-hmm. you're doing than like help you pay for your divorce later. And I just started laughing because I didn't expect that, you know? Right. But, now it's like but um you think about it and I think like uh it's super it is super cultural like you're supposed to do it in like a certain way and they like it's not even so much my parents anymore and I've never been like the traditional type of person ever you know and even now my mom will get mad when I tell her like no mom I'm not having babies I stopped saying that because I don't know I really don't um, what if I like do you know find the man of my dreams and like want to have a kid I don't I don't know like I just I really I did stop saying that for sure I just know that personally like I never pictured myself as a mother um not even a dog mom and now I'm a dog mom so look at me uh, <laughs> hey it may change it may change <laughs> <laughs> um but and and so they don't really bug me about it as much um they you know my mom at this point she and I now we just talk about like 
you know, if, when it happens, I hope it's something good, you know, and, like, I think, like, mm-hmm. even idea, kind of how you're saying, like, somebody to take care of you, it's always been, like, the, the traditional views are always, like, someone that takes care of you financially, that takes care right. of, like, pretty much, like, every, everything, you know, and I never thought about it like that, because they mm-hmm. just were always, like, you're gonna go to school, you're gonna have a career, you're gonna be, you know, so I, I never thought of somebody taking care of me in that way, and mm-hmm. I think that in the past, that's been kind of, like, I, I, I know in, like, previous relationships, that's been a bad, not a bad thing, but, like, a point of, like, argument, because it's, like, well, let me take care of you, like, and literally, like, I had a guy that, like, all, he paid for everything, and I wasn't used to that, because I just, you know, I don't know if it was, like, I dated bums or what, but, like, <laughs> <laughs> yeah, but, <laughs> I'm, like, yes. It's all good, it, it's all good, right? And like I want to, I want right in my in my view in my mind, it's like a, a real team, right? So like it, in my mom's idea back then, it was like somebody who's gonna take care of you that way, like financially. Mm-hmm. However, like you're really just gonna like work, and it's gonna be like for you. But my idea is totally different, right? I want to be taken care of like emotionally. If something's not working for me, if something's not making me happy, like listen to me and take care of me that way. Right. Like the other stuff we can we can worry about you know separately like I'm always gonna work I'm always gonna work my ass off like forever mm-hmm. but like I just t- now she and I kind of agreed on that right when, so when she now when she talks about somebody taking care of me she definitely is talking like emotionally like supporting me and like because that's even been a point of like right in in relationships where it's like I didn't always feel supported in in that like all the things that I wanted to do it was never you know it was kind of like if somebody would be indifferent and I didn't feel taken care of so clearly you know those those were working right and I think and I think you're right because I think you know like things like when our parents grew up in in like the years that they grew up in like things Mm -hmm. were so much different I think and I think maybe that's where my parents sometimes come from when they're talking about like find somebody that's going to help take care of you. And I think they don't necessarily mean like, you know, like someone that's going to be there for you, like necessarily just financially, but I think it's just mm-hmm. every aspect financially, emotionally, that right. can be your partner. Um, you know, cause I think that was, I mean, definitely like that was like different growing up with my dad that mm-hmm. um, he was never like, like of like you're gonna like grow up and be like la mujer de la casa you have to do everything you have to yeah. cook it was nothing like that because like he would cook he would like help mom around the house I mean so it was very different mm-hmm. um so I grew up with that mentality of like okay like so men and women are supposed to kind of like equally help each other at home so right. I think um that for me was a big thing and and I found it definitely that really impacts me when I'm dating someone mm-hmm. um when I go out on dates and you know because my dad like always picks up the tab you know no questions yeah. asked um and you know like where then we're also growing up in two different cultures right like in our Mexican yeah. culture and also like in the Anglo culture so like here is very like independent you kind of like pay your own things you kind of your like a very like yeah your own way and I think like in the Latino culture for or not and I'm not speaking for everybody in Latino because you know everybody's different <laughs> but at least like yeah. growing up from what I saw it was like you know like my dad took care of all yeah. of all those things but also my mom helped that in some ways right so I remember when I went on a date with with one of the guys I remember that I offered to pay because I'm like I could pay for my own drink or we can go halves in it right half and half mm-hmm. and then like I think you know like the Latino guys usually are like no like 
that's fine I'm gonna pay for this right and then like the other guys that I've dated they're like all right cool like whatever you know like Mm. they don't care so that's something that I've seen definitely um when it comes to dating and even the last guy that I know when I went on a date with he was Latino um Mm. and then yeah he was just kind of like no like let me pay for that right and then I was like okay well I'll pay for our drinks the next time we go out and I did that because I was just like oh like I just wanted to be sort of like equal right like that I'm also helping out I'm not just like coming out on a date for you because I want you to buy me everything because I can also help yeah right so I think you weren't you weren't a meme you weren't the meme that where it's like I just came (laughs) for the free food like (laughs) (laughs) I used to think about it that way before like when Mm -hmm. I first started dating because I was like at least I'm gonna go get a drink out of it right but now I'm like that's like rude right because like I feel like people are putting themselves out there and really trying some people not all people but most people are really putting themselves out there really trying so I think that's something that I do keep in mind every time that I go out on a date even when I don't want to go on a date and when I'm throwing up because I'm so anxious (laughs) (laughs) I still think about like they're human they're going this together um you know and as I was like yeah. we were preparing for the thing I like I was just like curious to kind of see what statistics were saying you know like just in general just for funsies like picking <laughs> up the like, tab no like not about the tab oh. just like dating in general oh, okay I, was like, oh. I, I found some from the Pew Research Center which I know <laughs> like and I don't even know if I'm saying it right but it's like yeah EW yeah. Pew. Yeah, I actually we use that in my capstone class a lot. Oh, cool. That website for different things, but yeah, yeah, but they do a lot of research. So it said that sixty percent of female users ages eighteen to thirty-four say that someone on a dating site or app continued to contact them after they were not interested, and that is so true because sometimes like mm-hmm. when you're not interested, you're like leave me alone. Like it's like people don't get it, and I guess yeah. I also have a hard time saying like leave me alone. <laughs> But I'm like, right. if I'm not answering your messages, like, stop messaging me, right? Um, but some people are very pushy <laughs> and very insistent. Right. And the other one was like, 57% report being sent a sexually explicit message or image they did not ask for. I'm like, hell yeah. I'm like one of those 57% because I get them all the time. <laughs> unsolicited. So funny. I have never received one. I doubt that guy was the first one who asked me, like, even asked. I kid you not. Right. Like I haven't ever gotten one, and I, I'm, right. I'm okay. I'm super glad. Like, thank, thank you. Maybe you guys were all horrible guys. <laughs> like, <laughs> you know, he was thoughtful for asking. He, that was his <laughs> active <thoughtful>. service. <laughs> <laughs> Let me ask her before I just send it. <laughs> I was like, no, thank you. No, no, it's it's okay. <laughs> I had one guy that said it to me once. Like that was like after like we had talked for like maybe like like. 45 minutes and then he sent uh-huh. it and I was like uh thank you bye and then he was like I'm so sorry I'm like well now I'm seeing your your you know your eggplant like <laughs> thank you but I did not ask for it uh he was very apologetic but even like even then after it was like well this is awkward because now like that's all I can think about so thanks but no thanks um like, so, yeah. you ruined it we were rooting for you we were all rooting for you <laughs> And another cool one is three out of 10 adults in the U.S. say that they have used an online dating app site. So that's one, two, you and I are two. So we probably know somebody else. We do know somebody else that, so that's three of us adults out of 10 people that use dating apps. 
I'm like, and, and I know several more. <laughs> <laughs> so, so like, my friends are traveling right now on Tinder. <laughs> like, everybody's then, traveling on Tinder. <laughs> I know, right? I probably need to go back in Tinder. No, I'm just kidding. No, no, no. Mm-hmm. I'm not going back. I know um, people who've gotten married off of Tinder, so you never know. I, Maybe. I know actually like uh, I know one person that did get find oh actually it wasn't tinder you know what it was this is like so old school it was on myspace because oh, people God. used to use myspace before for dating too I know um, because it's happened to me <laughs> <laughs> there you go <laughs> so, like, back in my day I used to use myspace day. Oh, my space was my my space was my tinder and you couldn't <laughs> swipe no you had to put them in your top 10 that broke so many friendships and relationships originally top eight and then do you remember you could like customize mm-hmm. it and it was like top 34 i'm like there's no way there are 34 <laughs> people that i feel that strongly about but there always were <laughs> right somehow they always found it to the top <laughs> of the ranks that's hilarious <laughs> And the last one, in 2013, 11% of U.S. adults said that they had used a dating service. And then in 2018, so in 2013, it was 11%. So, like, that they used the the app. like they oh, okay. Used the, and then, um, so in 2013, it was 11%. And then in 2018, it jumped to 30%, which is not a lot, but still, like, significant. Mm-hmm. Uh, which I'm like, why? Why did it jump? Is it like just people are like, they don't want to try. They're just like, I'm just going to go to date. Well, I guess it's more accessible, I guess, in some ways. I, and I also think that like the way that that life is set up, especially, I think we're going to see a lot of that now. Because like earlier, my friend sent me a meme and it was funny. And it's like good looking people are out here now, like struggling to have a conversation because they have bad personality. I'm like, what's up? But it's kind of, you know, like, yeah. what, do, what do you do when you relied on meeting somebody in person um, right. through the app because your pictures were appealing? And now you really, you can't, you can't go see the girl. You can't go see the guy. Like, right. you have to have some type of like substance right right so and i'm and actually saying that people are out here like floating around empty but right it, it's hard it's hard to have right. a conversation and especially because i know that when i remember when we were when we were when i was like doing dating apps like i remember like yeah. guys like sometimes they're like oh i don't want to have a conversation let's just meet up and i was like well I, I only know your name i'm not just gonna go and find you at a bar like that's weird um and then i was actually listening to like usa today had like a live stream they had experts like coming in and talking about like different things and one of them was like a dating expert when they were talking about that now that's like the new normal right like dating um in the time of quarantine (laughs) that it's basically that right like that you kind of have to put yourself out there that you actually have to put effort into like getting ready and doing like a like face-to-face session versus going out on a date so they were like they were like well think about it like maybe you guys are gonna get the same like ingredients and you guys could cook together like quote unquote um well you you and your date are doing that and I was like okay that that works and then they're like or you're like gonna watch a movie together so you have to get creative now that of course you can go out and I was like, well, that maybe that might work, right? Because I mean, essentially, sometimes like you're like, oh, I don't feel safe about going to this place with this person because I don't know them. Mm-hmm. But now you're like having a conversation with this person, like you know, through like Instagram or not Instagram, like 
Zoom or like Google Hangouts or what uh, Skype. And so it's so much different. So yeah, I'm just curious to see like once this is all over, I'm sure there's going to be research, a lot of research in every kind of thing, but just, you know, like if the dating kind of like spiked up because people do get lonely, right? And yeah. And what does that look like? And that and that's not a bad thing, obviously. If you no. want to go out there and browse, like good for you, do it. Um, but yeah, I'm just curious to see. Yeah. Oh yeah. I'm like I'm already hearing like, you know, from my friends like that they're right. you know, um talking to, you know, this person, that person, because you know, it's just like it, it is, it's it's Tinder is popping right now. And I'm not I'm mm-hmm. sure it's not just Tinder, I'm sure it's like all the dating apps, but mm-hmm. um it, it it is you have to be maybe maybe not I feel like you have to be in that headspace to right. do it like I haven't ever desired to be on an app or do anything but I also and you know what no I, I to me I I always meet guys in the most random ways like it, it's <laughs> never been I think I talked to you about that I'm like it's never ever ever been a conventional way and so right. I think that right now kind of what I'm going through just personally in this time I, I, I'm definitely not somebody, you know, that's on a dating app or that's out here, you know, like looking actively, actively looking single, definitely <laughs> not. Because right. I think like what I did and, and it was just kind of, I've, I've actually taken a lot of time mm-hmm. to reflect on like mm-hmm. the past like couple years because it's been a lot for me just right. personally. So I feel like that's not the headspace that I'm in. And there are a lot of things that I'm facing, like that are personal things that I'm thinking. Mm-hmm. So I do not doubt my ability when this is right. over to randomly meet a person in a right. weird way. Like I right. used to. <laughs> I'm like, like I am used to because none of the guys that I've dated I've ever met like in a, in a normal fashion. Right. And I, right. not to like, I, I'm not saying I meet them in like a, a really weird, like random way, but my, my meet my meetings are very rom-com unintentionally but they definitely are always very rom-com <laughs> that's so funny yeah my yeah. never definitely have never been like that I don't think <laughs> nope. no I'm all I think like people that I have gone on dates with it, it has been like online mm-hmm. I think no there's maybe like been one or two that have been through other people that oh two of them that have yeah been through other people that have never worked out the the que cool que cool guy <laughs> and, and like some guy that like when I was working, I got in Beaverton, like, the first time, and it was, like, because my coworker was, like, oh, he's a really nice guy, but he was odd in his own way. <laughs> he was that nice, but, yeah. Of, of a different one, dating at work. Have you ever dated anybody that you worked with? Mm-mm. No, I think for me, it's always been, I think that's where I, I feel like I would, want to have a boundary because if it doesn't work out then it kind of gets weird I mean mm-hmm. if it works out cool right because then that's awesome but I mean I think for me I probably date someone in a different school like you know like another staff member in a different school <laughs> yeah, I know I'm just kidding <laughs> I have my eyes on a specific staff member at a different school I'm just kidding <laughs> I'm like right, once this is over I'm just kidding <laughs> and I get my eyebrows like fixed and I cannot look like I just came out of like a cave yeah. and I'll be you know, <laughs> I think I think you're right too for me because I've just I like pride myself on like at work professionalism just in general like anywhere that I've worked I don't think I've ever ever even it hasn't ever even crossed my mind 
Right. Like, even if there was somebody that was, like, sort of attractive, like, 10 other girls also thought that this guy was attractive. <laughs> so it was always, like, eh, I'm not, I'm not that interested, you know, to be out there, like, you know, or it was just, like, I, I like my job. I, I don't want to, you know, jeopardize that. And like you're saying, like, I always think about that first. Like, right. this is the way I make my living. I right. am not going to, you know, like, mess mess with that just because I want to go on a date to see if it works. And I think, too, uh, it could be part of it, like, um, what about if, if there's something that happens between you and the person and it just makes things, like, really awkward or you're, like, in a really bad mood or whatever it is and then like that sort of like Mm -hmm. impacts you in some way um so yeah I think that's like the one thing that I do think about like that it would be kind of hard um if it did come to that but yeah I don't think I've ever I don't I mean I've definitely been attracted to people at my other previous jobs that I've had um that I'm like oh like they're cute but I never really act on it I'm just like you know like my far away crush kind of thing right right. yeah (laughs) I really just did that. I really just did that. Oh my god! But that's what I thought, and I, I, yeah. I'm like trying to think right now too. My husband, no. I mean, I remember working at a Tilly's in in Long Beach, California, when I lived there. Dudes were pretty mm-hmm. attractive, but they yeah. were also like younger than me, <laughs> and I never really felt like you know. And again, at work, I'm working. Like I'm not really you know there to 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 date i'm here to do a job and my job is what i'm gonna do <laughs> that's fun yeah i'm like i'm thinking it now i'm thinking about all every single i've worked, I've worked everywhere and done everything so <laughs> i can't i can't even think of like one time that that's ever come up for me at work yeah and um yeah that's uh but i mean i'm not gonna say like it's never gonna happen because you never know right, right? i mean like i think things happen and no whatever maybe they work out or they don't what is it god makes we make plans and god laughs kind of like go. right now life in general <laughs> i know right seriously um, i know sorry i didn't mean to interrupt <laughs> okay, okay. i know i was like huh? i forgot no i was reading i was reading my little screen thing that's why i was looking i i bet then i looked at you oh yeah so for everybody that doesn't know we're doing this over zoom um and that's why like so we are seeing each other which is kind of nice because then it gives us the dynamic as if you were really literally next to each other yeah Uh, which we miss i totally miss being able to just hang out and 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 enjoying that and see that's also why i wouldn't date anyone at work because I gotta tell my girls at work my achievement, you know. Our lunchtime <laughs> achievement is very deeply. And and I you know, know, and we have it here and there, but there ain't there ain't a whole lot going on right now. <laughs> Absolutely. No, I completely agree. Yeah. Um and I think like I don't, I don't know, like again, like dating in general, I think it could be awesome. And maybe right now, because it's like you're on your home, mm-hmm. so you don't have to worry so much about safety. But maybe you do have to worry about some safety things while you're at home, too, right? Because you just want to make sure that whoever you're talking to is not a creeper or... You're going to show you know. up at your house. Right. That's the number one thing. Um, you definitely always want to be safe when you're dating. I think, you know, usually when I go on dates, I tell La Chancla or my other friends, like, this is where I'm going to be at. And... Um, and then, like, if I give you a thumbs up, I usually do emojis, right? Like, if I tell you, like, if I do a thumbs up or I need help, pineapple, pineapple, pineapple. is my word. <laughs> oh, right. yeah. 
Aww. So I'm like, if I say pineapple, like you need to come and get me. <laughs> or, you know. Or she and, can, or she got invited on, on one of my dates one time. That's right. That <laughs> she was on a time. date. I was on a date. And then it just pineapple came up, right? And then the guy was like, what? I'm like, my friend, she's on a date. And she said that pineapple meant rescue. And then he's like, tell her to come. And then I was like, what? I, I didn't expect it. I was like, wait, really? And then he's like, yeah. And and so I go, no, like, I'm not going to tell her to come. Like, that's weird. And he goes, no, tell her to come. And so I did. And so then the three of us were there on a date. <laughs> yep. And we were, we were all on a date together. It was awesome. Well, Which I mean, it was awesome for me. <laughs> yeah. I'm like, because you, I'm like, it was, it was funny, though, because I feel like that, that guy, it was weird. Like, he was weirdly, like, I don't know. He was jokingly jealous of her, but then it seemed like it was, like, real. When we were together, then it was, like, weird. Because I felt like he really was mad anytime that I'd be like, oh, I'm with this guy. And he'd be like, ugh, I roll. And I'm like, oh, yes, that's, like, the coolest. What are you talking about? Haters are going to hate. What can I say? <laughs> <laughs> and that's how we knew. I'm just kidding. I know, right? <laughs> I'm like, no, that, that wasn't going to work. Uh, but definitely thinking about that, it made me, it made me think about, like, the whole you're in a relationship and you're like love love goggles right like everything mm-hmm. like and I think I was when we were talking about like when we were talking about talking about dating <laughs> yeah um, I, was, I was reading an article and a lot of things came up for me in that article about like my patterns right with like dating and relationships that one was on like a concept that I've heard um call uh, that I've heard people call it two different things um, I've heard uh, Shannon Boudram, who's like a sex and therapy relationship expert. I, I'll figure it out. I'll probably, but I fo- have followed her for a long time. She calls it love flooding. And it's similar to what in the, it was a Huffington Post article. And if I find it, I'll link it in the episode. It was called love bombing. But I think that like, kind of like with that, with that situation that, that happened where she came on her date. And like, I, I thought a lot about like, my healthy and unhealthy patterns and mm-hmm. and and that love flooding love bombing thing is something that I definitely like it, it is a red flag and I never really look at it but a lot of times when I've like dated my pattern is that like these guys will do like really big grand things in the beginning right like right at the at the start it's like really super strong and it's almost like what it said in the article was that it's like a like almost like a dynamic of they're setting themselves up for like this is the power like this is me exerting my power right so I'm doing all this stuff for you I'm I'm you know uh showing off doing this doing that like um grand gestures and I just keep thinking about how I'm like oh my god every single time every single Mm -hmm. time and I like you know because you're just like oh honeymoon whatever like it's so cool you don't think about it until they do the part where they pull the rug out from underneath you and then it's kind of like the curtain like falls right and you're just like oh like this Mm -hmm. isn't healthy like it's not right and I think that I never really like looked at that or acknowledged it because I, I'm just like, no, they're just, you know, it, they're doing something mm-hmm. that's my love language, you know, like uh, uh, act of service or like uh, uh, the word of affirmation. But that's where it can get tricky because it can be something that's like used against you. So I right. have personally taken <clears throat> that on to like kind of be more mind or not mindful, but like observe, be observant of that or like mm-hmm. be more aware and try not to like let that um overtake me a ton in the beginning not to say that I'm going to be like a total cold-hearted bitch now and I'm going to be like oh no like 
I don't, I don't do that. I don't take that. Like, I definitely not. Cause I don't want to treat every dude the same. Cause I think mm-hmm. that just like, they don't like us to say like, every, don't know something funny one is every, you know, every man is the same. Man ain't shit. Cause that's like, you know, the thing that you hear a lot. I don't, I don't believe that. I really don't. And I don't want to uh, perpetuate it because I do want to have healthy relationships. So that's like my personal goal in when I'm ready to go like back into dating is just to recognize that like I'm taking all this time right now to do all this like deep work that I didn't you know in the past you'd kind of just like push down push down push down Mm. like it's not a problem it's not a problem and I typically pride myself in being somebody that takes their time after like a relationship situationship whatever to like heal and not go out and like serial date but I think that in this last this last time I didn't give myself that time and like whoa like dude my year kind of just unraveled and I and I did you know it it caused me to be in in this space where now I'm really just like I'm sitting with a lot of really uncomfortable feelings right now and and it's it it is like like I'm saying it's uncomfortable but it's so necessary because I feel so much lighter than I did even like a few weeks ago like me right now compared to how I felt at the beginning of the year it's so different and I and I'm ready to like really make a lot of changes and stay tuned (laughs) (laughs) yeah yeah and I think that's an important thing um just kind of like doing the digging um and kind of like you said like just sitting with that uncomfortable feeling because you're right I think a lot of things are going to come up as you're trying to figure out just uh, yourself after mm-hmm. you're done of you know like being in a relationship so I think that's the one thing that for me was important kind of like taking time for myself and really finding myself once again like in some ways like dating yourself right like like you know taking yourself out to dinner treating yourself to something nice you know because you deserve it um Mm -hmm. and you know like also not being hard on yourself and I think that's one of the things I'm still working on that I'm not perfect there's going to be things that you know might have worked out in the relationship and maybe didn't and and that I need to let go of those things Mm because if I keep replaying those things in my head like what could have gone different what should I've done better then I'm making myself think that it was something that was wrong with me and maybe there was maybe there wasn't but I think like if we're not kind to ourselves when we're allowing other people Mm -hmm. to not be kind to ourselves I think it's the most important thing of like you just got to do the digging you have to like be sitting in the uncomfortable things and really just exploring those things for yourself so I mean we could sit here and talk about this for like hours yeah <laughs> but we know that we you have. guys probably I know we have <laughs> but we know that you guys have probably been sitting us for with us for a little while now uh so maybe like why don't we end it how we usually end our show like talking about things that you know are maybe we're watching or products or whatever like your favorite things are do you have anything that you have that's um, I do. I have a few things. So I, I haven't, I'm first and foremost, so happy that, have you ever seen Insecure on HBO? Mm-mm. I've heard I'm about it. I'll share but... my password with you. Okay. <laughs> I, I, I'll figure it out. I'll figure that away. But I, okay. it's back. So season four started on Sunday and I got to watch it. And I, that's something that when I watch it, it's almost like, um, it's almost like reading a really good book, which I'm also doing right now. I'm reading, or well, I'm listening to them because I haven't ordered like physical books. 
um, but I have an Audible account and I've been listening to two different ones. Um, I'm not going to say which ones yet because I think that um, Yessi and I talked about one of the books that I'm reading. Um, we're probably going to make that a different episode. Um, but I'm reading those two books and watching that show. So those are two things I've been doing that are different. Um, I also ordered, I remember when I snapped you like that box with all the stuff and I oh, never see, showed uh-huh. you what was in yeah. it. <laughs> I'm horrible. I'm that girl, you guys, that when you text or like if we hang out and my friend Brittany, I, if she listens, she's going to be like, yeah. Because if you tell me like text me when you get home, I'm like, yeah, yeah, yeah. And I will forget. I will definitely <laughs> come home, take all my makeup off, and go to bed. <laughs> That's hilarious. But, um, I know, but that box, there was a scrub, a body scrub in it, because I like, I, I love to exfoliate. It's I, just anything skincare, right? I've been, I've shared mm-hmm. like a couple of them on here, but they have, it was, I, let me pull up her Instagram account, and I'll put okay. it in the description too, so that if anybody wants it, like I've been, I've used it maybe like four times, and in just those four times, I'm like, ooh. I don't know if it's the Spanish word for healing, but it's sanara skincare, sanara, sanara, sanara. In Spanish, it's like healing, if that's really what it is. Um, but it's a body scrub, and she's like based in Texas. It's a Latina-owned um, health and beauty company, but it's the mango seed, um, a mango seed something. I'll figure it out and I'll put it in the description. But I, that body scrub is so nice it's different than other like scrubs that I've used in that like usually I feel like I exfoliate and then I wash like I Mm -hmm. use the body maybe I'm doing it wrong but I don't know I thought it was like you exfoliate and then you clean or you I don't know but this one like you clean and then you exfoliate and you like rinse it off but when you rinse it off your skin stays super moist and that sounds like the thing I'm the most obsessed with right now (laughs) because I've talked (laughs) about it longer than the shows um, mostly because I want you to watch Insecure. Um, I'll talk about one of the books um, that I that I started, uh, but it, it's actually it's not. Um, it, it's actually pretty fitting to this um, episode here. Um, it, it's Shannon Boudram's book, and it's called. She goes by Shan Booty on. Um, I on love Twitter it and I like it. But it's called the the Game of Desire, and um, it, it's about like how she. I think it's like seven different ladies. I'm not sure. I'll have to, I'll, I'll put that on there too, but she, she gives them like tips and tricks. Um, it's really interesting because I've been following her for a while and like I listened, I heard about her on another podcast that I listened to a lot, which is the friend zone and I'll tag them too because I love them. Um, but she, she that book has been pretty good. She, she kind of gives them like different, she re, she shifts the way that like dating goes. Um, and I had wanted to like listen to it for a while because a lot of her concepts when she talks about them I'm like oh my god I never thought about that that's very interesting so those are my three nice I'm gonna have to definitely um maybe get uh borrow a book from you or something because I definitely (laughs) want to read it um so mine are shows because um I think I told you guys last time I'm very bad at reading (laughs) I think I just dislike it I need to get back into it I think after grad school grad school broke me that's what I'm gonna say because I feel like I used to love reading and then grad school happened and I stopped doing that um so one of the shows that I watch is on Disney plus and it's called elephants and that's like one that Meghan Markle like narrated the whole thing but um I mean, I watched it in English and in Spanish because then I watched it with my dad. 
and it's really cute it just follows like the life of like elephants like how they basically transition from season to season to like different parts of Africa and it's cute because it's just like a, a cute little elephant family and it just kind of like walks you through them and yeah it's kind of cute and then another show it's The Good Doctor um, which I love anything that has to do with psychology or social work um, so The Good Doctor is it's like um, based on like uh, it's like a hospital show so sort of like Grey's Anatomy but one of the doctors is autistic so kind of like walks you through what would it be like to receive service from an autistic doctor and it's if you guys are familiar with autism there is like a big spectrum so it could go anywhere from like really um like people who are like withdrawn and not really talkative or interacting with others to like really highly functional autistic people that can essentially um, do everything that anyone else can, but the social skills are not there. And that's what kind of like happens with this doctor. His social skills are not the greatest, but he really is trying. And it's a really beautiful show. It's really uh, well done and put together. So um, I really like it. And they have like three seasons right now. Um, so I'm almost at the end of season three because I really like it so much. And then another one that's on Netflix, and it's a movie. This movie is going to make you cry. So if you really need a good cry, um, it's called Miracle in Cell 7. Um, and this, uh, this uh, movie is um, in Turkish. So it just has the, um, you can do the, what is it called? The enclosed caption. Mm -hmm subtitles gracias <laughs> and sorry <laughs> se me va la onda, se me va la onda. so you could just do the subtitles in english but even though it's in a different language just the passion and like everything that kind of goes in it um it's a beautiful story about um a man who um has like different things i think going on in his life um and then a little girl who's the daughter of 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 this guy and then the grandma so it kind of follows the whole story of what it is like to grow up with with um with a family member who has their own limitations um and um yeah I, i'm not gonna spoil it because it's really beautiful and again if you need a good cry that's a really good show to watch so yeah, those are my shows that I wanted to recommend. So my my mom wants to see that, so I'll I'll invite her to the sala this weekend. Yeah, <laughs> they don't have it in Spanish. That's a bad thing, but they do yeah. have the subtitles in English. But yeah, I, it's really cool. I think you you're gonna love it. You and your family are gonna love it. I like to but cry. With, I don't usually cry, and in movies, that's that's uh -huh. how I get it out. You know, when it's oh. like really sad, I just. Aposaista, that's gonna be the one. <laughs> You're going to text me. You're like, you're so right. I couldn't hold it together. I was like, you know, like I wanted to ugly cry, but I was with my family. So I had to like tone it down. Oh no, they're getting all of my, I, I cry ugly. I do. And so I, they're going to get like the mocos, all of it, all the ugly cries. All the good stuff. <laughs> all right, guys. Well, with that said, thank you so much again. And hopefully you made it all the way through the end and you're liking it. And, uh, Stay tuned for our next episode. Yay! So, se cuidan. Bye! See you. Bye!